Hey there. This is Rachel Lee. And Robin May. And this is The Problem with Perfect, the podcast for people who want to be freed from the joy-sucking, energy-taking, and judgment-clouding quest of perfectionism. We'll be sharing our own struggles and interviewing experts on how to be authentically imperfect. Because let's be real, who wants to be around someone who's perfect anyway? Together, we can transform our thinking and let go of those thoughts that say we have to be it all and have it all to be worthy. So pull up a chair and have a seat. There's always a place for you at our table. Welcome back to another episode of The Problem with Perfect. We are live from the loft, and yes, it's just me, Rachel. Hey, we're going to do something a little different today. I want to tell you a story. Hello? Hi, Matt. Hey. Hey, buddy. How are you? How's your day going? I'm doing all right. It's a cold, smelly day here in Kirksville. So I'm just snuggled up on the couch. That is the voice of Matt May, a.k.a. my beloved co-host, son. Are you ready to be famous? Oh, gosh. I don't know about that. But uh... <laughs> Are you excited to podcast? Yeah. Matt is on the show today because he is an expert in something I am absolutely not, which is football. Yeah, I'm horrible. Like, I don't think I knew how many points were in a touchdown or how many innings were in a football game. After a quick Google search, I've learned that there are no innings in a football game. Hey, but at least I proved my point, right? It's bad. It's embarrassing. But... Matt is the complete opposite. This kid grew up with football being a main family value. I grew up watching Chiefs games with my dad and my grandpa and having Chiefs memorabilia strewn around the house. And it's just a core thing of what we did is, you know, Sunday, go to church, watch the Chiefs. <laughs> And probably be disappointed the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's so true. And, and have to ask for forgiveness for all the curse words that were said during the Chiefs games. <laughs> it's funny. When we got married, someone who knew Tom very well gave us this little placard thing. And it says, we interrupt this marriage to bring you the Chiefs football season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> right? Exactly. And um, somebody thought that was really funny. But, but. It's pretty much that's the way it started. I remember we would have conflict because Tom didn't grow up in church. And so he was like, well, what do you mean? Like, we're going to leave church to watch the Chiefs game. I'm like, no, we're not. You know, the Chiefs start at noon. We'll be five minutes late. But that's that was his mentality. It just became just just a part of something that we shared together every week. And I think back on like one time in particular where I was pregnant uh, we didn't have we didn't have disposable income. We just didn't. And the Chiefs made the playoffs that year. And there was some package deal like, you know, a night in a hotel and mm -hmm. and tickets. And we had this big change jar and we like looked at it. We were like on the couch like, well, we just can't afford to go. We can't do it. And we looked at the change jar. And we're like, hey, let's dump it out. And if there's enough change in that jar, we will buy tickets and we will go to that playoff game. And we did. <laughs> so when I say we've spent our last dime going to Chiefs games, like we really have. 
I met Matt a few years ago because I was doing a story on his family, actually. You remember I, in my previous life, and still now, am a storyteller at heart. And I met them through work. But Matt was different when I met him. He really struck me. I remember driving home after I interviewed him and just being in awe. Like, you know when you meet somebody and they just have a significant impact on you and you think, why is that person so happy when they've been through so much? It was one of those moments for me. Like, Matt's 21 and he had the perspective of somebody who's lived many lives. He's always been wise like that. So I want you to think back to when you were 18 years old and for the first time you had a real taste of freedom. Many of you probably were going off and starting college, learning to do life by yourself, find out who you are, what you believe, what you want to do, the difference you want to make in this world. Like the possibilities are endless, right? Imagine what it would be like to have the world in front of you and then hear that you had cancer and maybe you wouldn't even have a life to live at all. Three years ago, February 27th, I was diagnosed uh, with leukemia. And so, you know, as a, a freshman in college, that's a really, really really important time for you to be establishing your independence and finding out who you are and so for all that to be stripped away was really really difficult Um, and you know I obviously love and appreciate my parents so so much Um, but all of us really just needed something outside of ourselves to to latch on to And we found that in a lot of different small ways, Um, but probably one of, if not the biggest, um, was was Chiefs games. One day during a conversation with my mentor, Denise, who I've been really open about, she was, she's my mentor now. She was my grief counselor and has, you know, decades of experience in oncology. So funny how God puts those people in your path that, you know, she knew I was going to need her someday. Mm -hmm. But in that conversation and just talking to her about how sick Matt was and she was assuring me how that's normal, but just how there were days that I I trusted good. We trusted good would come, but there were days that just felt hopeless. And Mm -hmm. um, she suggested, given the fact that we all love the Chiefs and particularly Matthew loves the Chiefs and she knows that Matthew is like a walking Chiefs encyclopedia. (laughs) Who knows every, you know, chief fact from, I don't know, what year were they established, Matthew? You can't just put me on the spot like this, but you know it's their 60th season. Okay, so I can put you on the spot. Uh, So, but, uh, so she suggested that, yeah, she's like, well, I would like you all to consider getting some tickets and it'll be good for Matthew because not only will it give you all something to look forward to, but he will have to physically exert himself. Because at that point, honest to goodness, like, Matt would get mad at me because I would say, okay, you have to get up off of this couch and you have to make three laps around the couch. Wow. And that was physically very taxing on him to do. Matt, do you remember that? Oh, yeah. It was really humbling. I mean, 
somebody coming from me is somebody who took a lot of pride in my body as a high school athlete, um, as a you know distance runner for four laps around the couch to be a lot um, is really it just puts in perspective just how how damaging and like how ravaged my body was and yeah you were sick you're so sick and so robin and tom didn't hesitate we bought the tickets for the entire chief season because the reality is when your kid is sick with cancer you don't worry about anything else you buy the tickets the bigger thing too is like it was a distraction like it reminds you that that there is life without cancer and that life goes on and and it was something for Matthew to each week to look forward to because you know you're looking at a chemo schedule where all you have to look forward to is getting to the end of your chemo and then when you get done with that you get to get some radiation so just to infuse some good things to look forward to to physically put on the calendar and say well that that's going to be hard right there but look look there's a Chiefs game we get to go to the Chiefs game and uh honestly other than the hospital and the place where his physician's office was, the Chiefs game was the only other place we went. And so Matt's love of the Kansas City Chiefs football team got him out of bed and into the maze car and 118 miles down the road to their seats in section 115 every single Sunday. It wasn't beyond me to be wiping things down with. Uh, I can totally see you wiping things down yeah. in the stands with Clorox wipes. Yes. Don't touch anything yet. Yes. Yeah. You're always like, gosh, you don't notice how people touch everything until you're like a germaphobe, which I, you know, yeah. re- I became one, but it was, it was short lived. Well, you had to be at that. Exactly. Time. Exactly. That first month of treatment was difficult to say the least. Matt had a total loss of independence. Not only did he lose his hair, but he also lost 25 pounds. And simple tasks like going to the bathroom became very difficult. Just when things seemed like they might be at their lowest for Matt, he received a special surprise from the chief CFO, Dan Crum. He had written me a letter and given me a signed Eric Berry jersey. Mm. Do you remember how you felt when you opened that? Ooh, um, it was just a really, really humbling experience um, to realize that what I was going through right then in that hospital bed um, was having an impact with people that I couldn't even imagine. Um, you know, the Chiefs have always been this, if there has ever been a golden calf in the, in the May family, it has been the Chiefs. And so, <laughs> and so for, to receive something, you know, from them is something so personal. Um, just really shocking. Right. I remember I was looking at some pictures the other day and, um, the, the first hospital stay, which was about 10 days long, 
uh, on the board, on Matthew's board at the hospital, Tom wrote these words about leave your negativity at the door, that only positive thoughts um, reside here. And that quote that he got was a quote that Eric Berry's father wrote and they put outside his door when he was getting treatment for lymphoma. And so, you know, we had witnessed Eric, Eric Berry's journey. Matthew loves, still loves Eric Berry. Uh, so watching him be diagnosed and then go through treatment and then come back to play football, um, and like talk about a special moment. We were there when Eric Berry got back to play mm-hmm. and, you know, we cried tears of joy for Eric Berry because we knew what his journey had looked like. So to receive that, that specific journey Jersey signed by that player, like it was just so special. Matt, you have that letter. Would you read it for us? Dear Matt, on behalf of the Kansas city chief organization, I would like to wish you a very happy birthday and thank you for being a great Chiefs fan and a valued member of the Chiefs Kingdom. I know you're undergoing treatment for leukemia and are going through a difficult time. I wish you the very best in your battle and will offer a special prayer for you and your family. Keep strong in your faith and may God bless you. Sam Crum, Chief CFO. Not only did Matt get a signed Eric Berry jersey and a personalized letter from the chief CFO, but many other perks as well. Over time, Matt's body did heal, and I'm proud to say that he is now cancer-free. And even though he is healthy and the May family doesn't necessarily need those chief seats in the way that they used to, you'll still find them every single Sunday at Arrowhead Stadium. I sort of compare the healing that happened with Matthew's body and then the healing that happened in our hearts because really our hearts were broken. Like it was a sad time for us, even when we started coming to the games and he was, you know, still in active treatment, getting better. And, and we were still hopeful there, but it was just like kind of the world as we knew it had been shattered. And so, um, like I just say, we kind of put our life back together in those seats by creating a new normal that included these Chiefs games, which were just kind of our escape, kind of a way to remind us that we still found joy in the world and we still found joy in the things that that we'd always loved. Uh, And I think what's interesting too is that while Matt was getting better and we were getting better, the Chiefs were getting better. (laughs) (laughs) And it was more and more exciting, right? So so there's an interesting parallel there too. Robin likes to talk to me a lot about finding joy in the journey. And I think the lesson that she wants me to learn is that, you know, you can't really find joy in the circumstances around you. True joy has to come from something bigger in your life. And for her and I specifically, that's our relationship with our creator. But I think it's safe to say that the Chiefs players also think it's important to find joy in the journey. And perhaps Travis Kelsey said it best during his post-game interview from this most recent AFC championship. I'll tell you what, it's been seven years coming, baby. I learned one thing since I've been here. You gotta fight for your tears shed. I would say, Matthew, we started crying about four minutes left. <laughs> would you say? Oh, yeah. 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 I grew up idolizing Lamar Hunt. And to see 
the Chiefs and to see Lamar Hunt's son raise the trophy with his name on it, winning the AFC, was just surreal. Whenever I think about that, I just think about my dad and my grandpa um, and how for my dad, it's like the validation of him being a Chiefs fan for his entire life for you know, 53 years. And, you know, I think about how incredibly happy it would make my grandpa to see. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Got emotional there. At this point in the interview, Robin is visibly tearing up. And that's a sight that I almost never see. For me, it it was just sharing that moment with you, Matthew, and sharing it with with Tom and Madison, and just knowing that, uh, that life was meant to be lived. And life just, we felt so alive in that moment. And I don't take that for granted, given our experiences with, with your cancer. I, I think about the weak, the weak boy that could barely walk in to those games. And, you know, if we stayed a half, we he had done well. Wow. Um, to the boy that literally, you know, stood outside in the freezing cold for five hours on Sunday. And there was one point in the game where I don't, I don't know what happened, but Matthew literally picked me up and like heaved me up and down. <laughs> and it was just like, we are strong. And just one day after the Chiefs' sweet, sweet victory, Robin and Tom received an email from the one and only Dan Crum. Because, like, you know, he's the CFO of the Chiefs. Like, he's kind of busy. They're going to the Super Bowl. But he took some time to email and say, hey, I'm so glad that Matt got to be a part of that and that your family. Well, don't leave us hanging. Yeah. Oh, you want, you want me to read it? <laughs> yeah. Um, he said, uh, Tom and Robin, I looked at the photo of Matt when he was going through his cancer treatment, and I compared it to the attached photo that we had sent him earlier in the year. Um, and it said, it really hit me how strong Matt is and how far he has come. You don't know how much it means to me to see your family happily celebrating at our game. We are proud to play a part in bringing excitement to your family and are always grateful your support of your support for the Chiefs. Take care and go Chiefs. <laughs> so, yeah. In a weird way, it just feels like, yeah, they're our team, right? Our people. <laughs> Okay, I'm not crying, you're crying. And I know the obvious question is, so the Mays are going to the Super Bowl, right? Well, unfortunately, the answer is no, because I'm pretty sure those tickets cost like a million dollars. So reason has got the better of them, but you better believe that they'll be cheering on Sunday. And so I want to leave you with this. As someone who is not a football fan, I've realized that maybe football does have a unique power after all. I've been a sports junkie for really my entire life. And I don't really know why that is. Um, but I think that that is part of what's at the heart of it. Just this ability that sports has um, to be transcendent, um, to be this escape where whatever troubles or differences you have outside of the field or the court or whatever it is just fade and you can be together and be more than what you were before and so this super bowl sunday 
Win or lose, go Chiefs. Hey, friend. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We're honored that you're sharing your day with us. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. That way you get a notification when new episodes are released. And hey, we'd love for you to share this podcast with your friends and family. So make sure you do that. And remember, whatever you're going through, there's always enough grace for you today. So be sure to give it to yourself.